Good morning everyone. So today I will be covering a few questions I've seen in the Turtle Method Nutrition Mindset Masterclass group because um, I think they're good even for reminders for people as well. So first question coming in, what if I eat the amount of protein I should but go over my calories? Now if you're only tracking protein and calories you can only see your calories and protein obviously but Carbs and fats are the other macronutrients that contain calories. So you can hit your protein target bang on, but you could still go over your calories because you've overconsumed on carbs and fats. Now, you can also equally go over your calorie target, but be way off on your protein target. So try and come in around your protein targets. This is what you should do. Try and hit your protein target. Once you've got that nailed on, look at your calories. And if your calories are 300 calories over all the time, Look at your food diary and see which foods you're consuming that have little protein but quite a few calories. So you can just cut them out. So you retain your protein intake and you're cutting out the calories. You'll usually find snacks and stuff. A lot of snacks that tend to be low protein. Um, could just be like too many potatoes or rice or whatever it is. So have a look for those and that's the way to do it. Like don't try and be bang on straight away. A lot of people try and do... I'll do my macros and I want to be bang on my macros straight away. And it's like, no, you can go over for the first few weeks easily. Like, just do it and see where you're at and go, right, I'm 400 calories over a day. What can I cut that's not going to be really that difficult to cut? And there'll be a few of those easy things you can cut out. Um, you can reduce portion size as well. So that's what I would say to that one. Um, protein is important to hit, but... Think of things in zones, and we might update this on the app. Don't think, like, if your protein target is 100 grams a day, don't think if you hit 95, you failed. If your protein target's 100 grams a day, you can come in wherever 85 to 110 grams. You know, it doesn't have to be bang on, but that's, like, the range you want to land in. So maybe we'll update that you can have ranges instead of, like, absolute numbers, even though we say it's not absolute. It might still come across that way. Um, Jordan asks, how important is it to work out? I currently do 10,000 steps a day and I'm doing couch to 5k also. I want to start workouts, but I don't really have the time. I don't want to put too much pressure on myself. When I started the masterclass, my first protocol was sorting out my calories and macros, drinking more water, and I've been working hard to sort out my sleeping pattern too. Between two jobs, uni and a five-year-old, I don't want to overwhelm myself, but worried that I should be working out too. And this, this is it, see. There is, there is a lot of pressure for us to do everything, right? But if you were to, if I were to pick, if, if you were to say to me, for the rest of your life, Scott, would you rather get 10,000 steps in, um, have good sleep, right, and be good with your nutrition, or have decent macros, have terrible sleep, walk 1,000 steps a day, but you can work out twice a week? I'll definitely pick the other one, the first one. Good sleep, steps, macros, those good steps, calories, protein. That will have a much bigger impact on your quality of life. Right, if your sleep is not there, you need to sort your sleep out. We've spoken about this a lot in the podcast, but people ignore sleep because they're like, whatever, sleep. You need to get seven, eight hours sleep. We know this. There's so much research on it. Stop trying to work against nature. You need to sleep more. If, you, if you've if you got kids and all that, it makes it harder. They're, the solutions to that are going to be stuff like, can you maybe, if you're, for so if I'm thinking of Ryan Louise, so if Leo goes to bed seven, can you go to bed by, you know, half eight or something like that, nine? And then you go to bed at nine while baby wakes up, what, two or three times a night sometimes? One of you takes turns, some of you gets a good full amount of sleep. This is just me off the cuff thinking about it. There's got to be strategies to test out, right? 
you've got to try and get your sleep in somewhere, otherwise you're going to be battling it. Um, steps and macros, or steps, steps and you know energy, total energy control, really is where to start for fat loss. Like if you want to start feeling good, you want to walk a lot, you want to not overeat, and you want to sleep. Bang on. Workouts like I've been working out since I was sixteen. Um, obviously, it's part of my life, so. The benefits I see the benefits of um, weight training, especially massive um, for mental health, just like overall performance, like minimal injuries, um, just feel good about it. But if I were to really look at the research, if I were to go back to my 16 year old self, I'd be like, You don't need to train six times a week, you can literally do two or three workouts a week, focus on rest and recovery, and go and focus more on your nutrition. And that's the advice I would say. And you know what? That's the advice the older people do give the youngsters, but they don't listen. They go, no, no, it can't be that easy. You've got to train loads of times. But it's all—it's always the basics. So, like, I would have rather train less, but when I've nailed my nutrition more. So you can get a lot out of two or three workouts a week. And if you can't do two or three workouts a week, try and do one workout a week. Just do one strength workout on a weekend when you've got time. Do that for a few months. You'll still get benefits from it. It's not an all or nothing. It's like you don't get all the benefits or none. You're still going to get benefits from doing the once a week, right? And I know this is an example of like an older man who is struggling. My father with COPD, I, ju- I did a session with him last week. Um, he did three squats down to two pillows in the chair, right? One, up, down, two. Five minute rest. And then the second set, we did five reps, right? And that was it. And he had, he's had DOMS for five or six days. And it just goes to show, like, that is so little, if you think about it. Like, if I, if I were to go back seven, eight years ago, and someone said to me, do you know what, Scott, your father needs a train, but just do, like, three reps and then big, long break, then five reps, and just do, that, like, once a week going on, I'd go, that's nowhere near enough, mate can't be we're always tuned in to think we've got to do loads but we literally don't um i got to talk with my friend sean who's done a master's and he's got on um diabetes and kids and stuff he's very well researched in this area he will talk a lot that'll be a week thursday so week today he'll talk a lot about this about like how little you need to train to get the results stop trying try, stop trying to think you have to start as as, as a champion basically, you know what I mean, well, I'll only start, I'll only do if I'm really good at it, I'll only do if I can do it properly, we say, what the hell does that mean, I'll only start training if I can do it properly, I'll only start running if I can do it properly, we all say this, I said that we all do it, what do you mean by properly, by high frequency, why is that properly, oh I'll start, I'll start with my business when I can do it properly, when I have time, I'll start writing if I do, you can do it all, 5-10 minutes a day, if you start building on it, you will be, you know, you'll be amazed, You'd be amazed. It's always the small bits of action that are like potent action, five, ten minutes a day, that can make a big difference. For example, tracking, five, ten minutes a day, it takes very potent action. Five, ten minute run every day would be very potent if you're not a runner. You will start building stamina quick. Five, ten minute superset strength workout. You can get a decent amount done then. Usually strength workouts last 30 minutes, but then when you look at the research, the actual work is only eight or nine minutes. Right, so can you do eight or nine minutes work by supersetting so the other body parts are resting while the others are working? You can, be a bit harder. But what are the five, ten minute time periods in your day can you really look at that will give you a phenomenal amount of benefit back? Really what you gotta look at. 
And I think that's where everything starts changing, like, wow, okay, that doesn't doesn't just apply to health and fitness, it applies to all my life. And like Marie says in her review yesterday, she said, I just want to say how delighted and surprised I am at the positive and efficient way the program is having on my mind. Its effect on me seems to go way beyond the mindset around food and is slowly starting to have an effect on many other areas of my life. It's incredible. I feel so lucky to have found this app and the team is so passionate about what they do. Right? This all applies to everything. If you want to learn a new skill, you can do five minutes a day of it. This goes back to the Tiny Habits book. I think everybody should go back and read that book. Um, I've gone back recently and read it. I've gone through their materials. And I think when you look at what he's done with his Tiny Habits method, he's created Tiny Habit certified coaches who deliver programs to help you become build habits for the person you want to be because that's all it is to be the person you want to be you've got to do something daily about it you know and you've got to make it easy to do so think about this today think about what things you're putting off because you will only start doing them if you can do it all properly as we say and actually throw away that mindset and go what what one little step could I do today that takes me closer to that person I want to be so examples if you want to be a writer you'll need to write a paragraph today wouldn't you just any paragraph if you want to be a runner you're gonna have to go for a five minute run or something if you want to be a um if you want to be a walker daily walker you're gonna have to go for a walk this morning you know if you want to be someone that is well connected to their friends you're gonna have to spend five ten minutes today speaking to your friends planning some stuff to do maybe if you want to be someone organized for the summer events and you've never been organized for events in the summer and it's always last minute you need to spend some five ten minutes a day looking at what you want to do this summer so you can start planning it if you want to be someone that doesn't fall into the trap of massively overeating on weekends you need to start thinking today about what foods and meals you're gonna have ready in your fridge on a sunday and potentially Saturday, so you don't go and take delivery or just eat and ruin your progress by over-consuming massively. If you're the type of person that struggles with alcohol and you don't know why, maybe it's time to look at the alcohol you're drinking, the quantities, and see if you can do something about that or reduce it slightly. You know, there's always something you can do in 5-10 minutes. Always something you can do in 5-10 minutes. Doing the Eisenhower Matrix, for example, for tasks. If you're struggling, overwhelming, loads of stuff to do, look Google Eisenhower Matrix and just do that for five, ten minutes. At least then you'll have urgent tasks to do, stuff you can delegate, stuff you don't really need to do. Stuff like this, man. You could do five, ten minutes. Use this as a prompt to do something, you know? A lot of you are like, oh, I need a track. Track right now. Literally, just you get your phone. It must be on your pocket or if you're snoring next to bed, going, shut up, Scott, man. Get up, pick your phone up and you can do the tracking now. You might say, oh, um, I don't know, there's loads of stuff. Track, save your meals. Save your foods you frequently have as meals. All of you listening here will eat the same 10 meals most of your life. And don't deny it. There is no way you are all eating different foods every single week. You will go to the food you like. You will eat the same food you like. You'll have maybe three different breakfasts. Maybe you'll have three different lunches you have. Maybe you'll have three different dinners. You have a few different snacks. Think about it. That's literally it. All you've got to do is change some of those. That's it. You, all you've got to do is change some of those foods that you always eat. And if, you, if you're if you fed up of like, ah, oh, I just want to track it, why don't you spend five, ten minutes 
put in all of the foods you usually eat into meals, save them as your meals, weigh them out once, save them. You can eyeball after that, because you know. And then just save them, do you know what I mean? And have them in the app. You have all the 10 frequent meals you have in your app ready. So whatever direction you go, you tend to go there. Maybe it's like a certain chocolate bar, maybe it's a glass of wine, whatever it is, just put it in ready. And I was speaking on the phone um, yesterday, helping on board someone, and I was saying that a good tactic to do is if you are a stress or an emotional eater um, and you work from home and stuff, is to create a 400 calorie kitty in a sense, 400 calorie snack box or snack bag or bundle, and it has your favorite foods you love having, but you've weighed it out and it's done. So it could be something like, I love dark chocolate, I love so I love having like a hot chocolate, dark chocolate, I love having these certain sweets and biscuits. Like, let me add all this up. So three biscuits, one chocolate. Add it all up, go right, that's 480 calories. Save that meal as my stress meal, right? And once you've weighed it out once and you know exactly kind of where it is, you don't have to weigh it out all again. So the next time you have those days, you can plan these in, you can have them ready as little bundles of joy to help you. And make sure you have like a three question rule, like, am I turning to it too early today? Am I just any stress turning to me? Should, should I wait till later to have this? Because it's going to be built into your allowance, right? Do I need to have this today? No, I don't. I'll save it up. Cool. And having these ready, because you've already measured them, is going to be massively helpful because the motivation to track is low when you're eating foods and you don't know what you've eaten. And you're like, oh, I don't even know if I want to go back and retrospectively track this because I don't know what I've eaten. I just I can't do it. I, I, it. Those thoughts come into my head all the time. I've literally tracked everything. And then I have two tangerines, and I go, oh, what's the point putting them in? I don't want to put them in. I'm like, just put them in, you idiot. It's like, takes you five seconds. All right, put in two tangerines. You know, and it's like those little things and things that add up. It always comes into my head, every day. I'll have like a protein yogurt at the end of the day. Tangerines, or like pear, or whatever. And I'm just like, oh, I haven't, you know, I haven't put it in, but I can't be asked. Always pops in my head, but it, it's so little effort to do the thing, and it's well worth it. And eventually, we don't have to track all the time. When you get to a body composition you're happy with and you understand portion size and stuff, you can come off track and just be mindful. And we're going to do more of those types of seminars this year to help people that have come to that conclusion. You might still want to use the app for the mindfulness stuff and the um, kind of hunger rate and stuff we're going to add in and workouts and all that. So you might want to turn off the tracking bit of it. It's up to you. But eventually all of you will get to a point where you can just be kind of mindful eating intentionally eating though you know you saying no to a chocolate bar sometimes isn't a bad thing that's not restricting if you're intentional saying you know i don't want that chocolate bar now i'd rather not have it and i feel good about that that's not in a sense restricting that's being empowered to make a decision because you know it's not worth it and you'd rather have more volume with someone else you know you're not actually restricting you're actually gaining volume you know, we've got to be really bold and empowered in our decisions when it comes to eating. And restrict this word restrictive eating and stuff, you know, it's been thrown about everywhere. People think tracking your macros or tracking energy is restrictive. But you're not restricting anything, you're just tracking, right? You're not restricting any types of foods. You can eat any foods. You could argue restricting the total volume, but really we're trying to get more volume over time with more nutrient-dense foods and removing away from the the, the, the ultra-processed, low-density, high-calorie foods over time. But to start with, that's how we eat. So we'll eat the combination of all of them. 
and eventually over time we will want to go and gravitate towards the more healthier options that's what we want to do because we want to do it so it's not restrictive because I want to do it I am not restricted I'm not being told what to do I'm doing it because I really want to once you unlock that boom game over happy days so yeah use this as a prompt to do whatever you want to do your one big thing get that in the app get it down once you get your one big thing done, you can go on and do other stuff. But make sure you do get one big thing done because most people's days don't have any one big thing done. They might do one tiny thing, like go to the toilet or something, or gossip, or, you know, maybe go for a, I didn't even know, maybe maybe not even walk, maybe leave a house for five minutes. You know, let's get something decent done. Not something that small, but something a bit bigger, a bit juicier, but still not too big. Like a, a one walk of 4,000 steps would be nice. Drinking two litres of water would be nice. Doing a workout would be nice. Tracking all your meals honestly today. No mercy. You will track it all. That'd be nice. There's some ideas for you. Doing your, your taxes. That'd be nice. Doing that one email to someone. I don't know. That'd be nice. So have a good day, guys. Get your one big thing done. I'll speak to you soon.